Welcome to Kia Says Some Shit Podcast, a place we'll be discussing all things in life, according to me. I'm your host, Kia, I definitely got some shit to say. Episode 60, we talked about the wealth of vaginal health. Today is only fair if we discuss cleaning the back, the sack, the whack, and the crack. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about men washing their butts. Now, there are men that take hygiene very, very seriously. In the late 90s, society decided to name these primpers, trimmers, and well-put-togetherers as metrosexuals because for some reason you had to have a liberal political view, an interest in fashion and fine art, and a refined sense of taste to be well-groomed and like wine. Can we normalize not calling men who take care of themselves anything other than men? I mean, pretty much an American metrosexual is the equivalent of a European male. In France and in Italy, men can be manly and work on cars and play with tools and know about art and fashion at the same time. It doesn't make them any less or any more than a complex human being. This idea that being worldly cultured and fashion for it is not manly is utterly ridiculous. Let's discuss what you are putting in your mouth. Of course, we have to go there. Oral, oral, oral. Eating is less of an intimate hygiene tip and more of a health tip. This one is probably the least difficult to follow. Eating the right things can help with reducing sweat and foul smells. Citrus fruit, tropical fruit, spinach and kale are only a few of the many things that can help you smell better down there. Drinking water and green tea is also extremely healthful. We have to stay hydrated, guys. And are you taking probiotics or eating probiotic food? Even though you don't have to worry about your own pH, it is great in boosting immunity. And your digestive, mental, and metabolic health will thank you. Now, what are we showering with? Now, if you don't use a fresh washcloth, meaning it's barely dry and smells like mildew, it's been used previously, and instead of hang drying it, you just balled it up and left it in the soap holder, or you're storing your loofah right there in the shower, aside from it just being nasty, if you have any trouble with acne, you're going to make it worse. You're just adding bacteria to your body that's been breeding in that half-dry rag all night. And then speaking of loofahs, I know, I know they dry fast. They dry faster than washcloths, at least. But they could be easily the culprit in transferring bacteria, mold, and germs into your body, which could potentially cause a staph infection. See, you wouldn't use a washcloth for weeks without washing it, right? So why do you insist on using that same tired loofah that's been hanging by a thread of its chin, 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 and not washing it? If it's still in fighting shape, rinse it off with hot water, ring dry, and hang it outside of the shower in a dry place. Or at least soak it in some diluted bleach. Consider replacing it every month. Replace it, guys. And quit neglecting your belly button, back, butt, and behind your ears. Look, back knee is hard to tackle. Its causes range from genetic predisposition to using the wrong type of bath loofah. Your best line of defense is cleaning daily with a body wash that contains acne-zapping ingredients like salic acid or benzoyl peroxide. So while doing a little research on this podcast, I came across a thread by some troll on Reddit entitled Real Man. And I got to read it in my real man voice. If you a grown-ass man and you still wipe your ass, you not a real man. This should be self-explanatory, but apparently I have to justify myself. There's nothing more feminine than using a product on your body. Makeup is 100% feminine, and by the same logic, so is wiping your ass. I haven't wiped my ass in about four years, and I've never had any issues. My digestive system is at the top 1% of terms of regularity, functionality, and performance. And I've ever once 
felt the need to clean up after myself. If you shit and you need to wipe, you got an emasculating GI track and that's your own issue. Man up and get your shit literally together. Now, I don't know about you, but apparently wiping is is emasculating. So I'm guessing him spreading it open like the Red Sea to hose off up in between is also emasculating. Bitch, I feel sorry for his britches. Shit, I feel sorry for his bitches. I mean, you know, there is someone somewhere with either a handful of fabric softness sheets covering their face talking about less role play. I'm going to be a mummy. Or someone with the worst allergies that haven't smelled anything since they were 10 that is dealing with this person. No matter what, I would need this explained to me. Why and how? And who told him this? I got questions. I got, I got genuine questions. Now, washing your own ass isn't any gayer than you spending your weekends in the chair gossiping with a bunch of roosters with a phallus pressing to your shoulder and the owner breathing on your neck, blowing hair off your eyelashes. So what? He has clippers in his hands and you are getting a line up. If washing your ass is gay, then so is your relationship with your barber. Think about it. So let's briefly describe a, a sexy shower. First, you want to moisten the surface with some H2O. Then drag your trunk in that water. Turn around like the water beat on your, your crack too. Then with a mild soap, wash your body. And gently wash your helmet-wearing friend. If your friend doesn't have a helmet but instead is rocking a skull cap and a long turtleneck, pull the collar back and clean his neck. Now for those of you warm neck, my penis has a natural built-in scarf, people. Be mindful that if you don't clean it correctly, you'll end up with foreskin choking out your head. Something that looks like curd and whey and smells like a basket of crawfish. If you don't know the name of it, it's called schmagma. Schmagma, ladies and gentlemen, is actually a natural lubricant found under the foreskin and on the head. Not cleaning it can cause balanitis, which causes the head of the penis to be swollen, itchy, sore, cause pain while urinating, bleeding around the foreskin, etc. Wash it and rinse it off. Wash it. And then the base and testes. Must be washed too, especially since bunking head can produce a strong odor just as unpleasant as an undeodorized armpit. Your gooch, you know that area I think you guys are trying to air out and that's why you sit with your legs so far apart in public. That little landing strip between the sack and the porthole. Yeah, your gooch, pay particular attention to it. The worst thing to smell is the air that's carrying a gooch juice droplets off the person putting in work while you are having some knots worked out, okay? Yuck. These intimate areas need washing at least twice a day to avoid sweat accumulation, especially as they remain hidden away from the public eye for most of the day. While you are down there, this is the perfect time to check for any lumps, bumps, or irregularities. Be meticulous in your self-examination and know that certain STIs such as chlamydia can be completely asymptomatic, meaning that you may show absolutely no identifying signs or symptoms of infection. In such cases, it's important that you keep an open channel of communication with your sexual partners. If your partner develops an SEI, they may by chance got it from you. Things to look for, like discharge. It could be thick and yellow, or it could be watery and very slight. A change in the smell, including a foul odor or the color of your semen, blood in semen or in urine, pain during sex or when urinating or ejaculating, pain in the pelvic area, canker sores, flesh-colored or reddish bumps. Small blisters that turn into scabs in the genital area. Soft, flesh-colored, cauliflower-like warts around the genital area. Look for those things. If you find any of them, 
make a doctor's appointment. Be diligent in your own personal health. Also, wash before and after being intimate. I get it. You've put in your work. You want to rest, but give the bed time to air out and wash off. I promise you, it's a wonderful thing to roll over the next morning into something that's hard and smells amazing. And I get it. There are people who love carnal scents, but I have a nose like a hound, and I don't like it. I don't. Now let's talk exfoliation. This will open the pores and make it easier to get a close trim. The buildup of dead skin cells can lead to razor bumps and ingrown hairs when you shave. Exfoliating is a preventative measure to take and assist them from forming and goes a long way in improving the overall texture of your face. And if you have a beard, exfoliating will keep beard dandruff at bay, improve the texture of your skin, and keep your hair follicles clean and healthy, encouraging strong beard growth. Some of y'all need it. Guys have thicker skin than women do. Face scrubs, softeners, and tones your skin. Preventing excessive dead skin buildup that can give your thick skin a tired, dull, weathered look. Now let's talk about shaving. Some of you guys get waxed, and I applaud you for your dedication. Some of y'all don't, and others shave. I don't mind hair. It's very old school. It just shouldn't be long enough to be braided and beaded. If you do shave and shave in the shower, whether that's your knuckles, nips, or pubes, don't leave your razors in the shower, guys. Bacteria builds up, especially on those nicks and breaks in the razor if it's a disposable one. According to Gillette, if you shave daily, you should be changing your razor every one to two weeks. If you shave every other day, wait two to three weeks. If you shave twice a week, change it every four to six weeks. There are all types of tools to trim the hedges, to line up your underworld, to manicure the down under, and of course to clean up that jawline. You have clippers. These should be cleaned after every use and only used for that. There are single and double-edged safety razors, which is basically a fancier and better constructed version of a disposable razor that you'll just replace the blade. There are also straight razors, which are like switchblades. They take a technique to use and needs to be sharpened every few months. Research and figure out what would work better for you. And just take a minute and put your razor after use away in the bathroom cupboard. Once you're done using, you don't want to leave it out because everything you deposit in the toilet leaves its particles everywhere else. Now let's get that body glistening. Moisturizing minimizes the after effects of shaving. Shaving causes bumpy skin, dryness, and irritation, which is why moisturizing the area is very important. In truth, your skin, including your penis, needs a lotion that's going to lock in moisture. Slathering yourself in oil right out of the shower will prevent water from evaporating from your skin. Remember, your skin is the biggest organ on your body and needs to be fed and moisturized as well. Look, ain't nothing worse than a dry, scaly dick. So here's some quick tips. Use a fragrance-free, non-harsh, and non-alcoholic-based product. There are also the butters and coconut oils you can use. Place a dime-sized amount of lotion on the tip of your index and thumb. Pinch it together and rub it. Warm up that lotion. Use both index and thumb and slowly run that lotion up and down the shaft. It's okay to moisturize the head. Just make sure you are not getting it in the hole. And while you are moisturizing your mistletoe, lube up that area between your index and your thumb. Look at it. It's actually right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now we have washed. We have exfoliated. We have shaved. We have moisturized. We got to dry off. There's nothing like a clean, soft towel after a shower. And the American Academy of Dermatology recommends that you blot 
your skin with a towel. Your skin is not a lottery scratch off. So don't use quick abrasive movements during the drying process because rubbing your skin down can lead to dry or flaky skin. It robs your skin of collagen and moisture and it traumatizes the dermal layer. Use a fresh towel only. The one that someone hasn't already butt flossed with. Remember, if you're sharing a towel, don't. Because you're essentially dousing yourself with their microorganisms. Take the towel and gently pat dry your genital area. No rough housing with your poor little soldier. Don't forget to pat under your nuts. If left wet, you can develop a bad case of jock itch. Consider sprinkling a little fairy dust on and under your little kibbles and bits. But make sure it is talcum free. Talcum has been found to have traces of asbestos, which has led to the rise in cases of genital cancer. So instead, you can always sprinkle some baking soda, cornstarch, arrowroot starch, or other starch-based powders on your bits and pieces. Or swipe left and right with some ball deodorant. Look, if you are using a blow dryer on your genitals, stop it. Whether you were planning on giving your pubes a blowout in the press, or if you know it will quicken the drying process. It's wrecking havoc on your skin. I'd avoid it. If you must use one, set the setting to cool. But don't use one because it makes no sense. Let's talk about these beards, guys. What's up with this two inches of dead hair at the bottom of your beard? Your beard shouldn't be see-through. It looks like it's been fried, dyed, and blow-dried. Like it's been through years of wear and tear. And I know you're probably like, you don't even have a beard. I mean, but you don't know my life because what if I don't have a beard? Anyway, beard hair is flat in shape. It's not cylindrical like the hair on the top of your noggin. This makes them naturally more coarse. For these reasons, you need to be keeping the beard conditioned with beard oil or beard balm regularly. As far as your in-shower routine, it is recommended to neither wash nor condition your beard daily. However, some of you live more active lifestyles and not washing your beard regularly is simply impossible. If you're one of those people, then the cold wash method is definitely something you should consider. By skipping the shampoo and using beard softener regularly, you can keep your beard clean and not excessively dry or brittle. Cold washing your beard will clean your face of the dirt and grime you accumulated throughout your day while giving the natural oils a fighting chance. Simply think of the softener like a conditioner for your beard. Apply it at the beginning of your shower. Let it soak in. Let it percolate. And then wash it off before you finish. Then apply your leave-in conditioner like your oils and your balms immediately after. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Because I hope I am. But I heard somewhere that some men don't wash their legs. Let alone their feet. Just because you washed your upper body. And the soapy water ran down your legs. That doesn't mean that they are clean. They are just wet. Die from your denim, oil buildup, dead skin, and sweat. It's still clinging to your legs for dear life. Wash them off. You'd be surprised on how dirty your legs are. As a matter of fact, wash them with a white washcloth and you'll see. You'll see. Dead skin, dirty city. Those hooves take a beating every day. They were made for walking, and that's just what they do. Not to mention they sweat more than any other body part and harbor some of the nastiest odor-based bacteria. Don't be afraid to get them some TLC. Scrub or wash your feet with a mouth soap. Prevents fungus and other gross bacteria from growing down there. Get in between those toes, and then make sure you dry them off completely. 
people wonder where athlete's foot came from. Take care of it. It is a fungus. So now you are washed and you smell like a new person. Put on some clean undies. This should go without saying, but put on some clean drawers. They should be changed daily. Flipping them inside out or upside down will do nothing to help you avoid infections, irritation, and odor. If you have to sniff them to see if they are clean, they are dirty. Toss them in a hamper. Change your manties, guys. Change them. I'm begging you. And wash your ass. Wash it. Look, I want to thank you for listening every Wednesday to Kids Has Some Shit Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Kids Has Some Shit. Questions, comments, concerns. Or if there's any topic you'd like me to discuss on the upcoming podcast, leave it there. And guys, if there's anything I did not touch in this podcast, leave it there. You can talk to me. I'll talk back. Love you guys. See you next week.